Mindset Podcast is brought to you by Sarah and Kaylee. Join us every Monday and Thursday as we bring the most impactful ideas to shift your mind and provide you with skills and ideas to succeed in any area of your life. Our expertise help individuals to make decisions and achieve personal and professional success by opening the mind to all that you are capable of and empowering you to do it through motivation and inspiration. Hey, hey, welcome back to Mindset Theory. Sarah here. How you doing, Kaylee? I'm doing amazing. How are you? So, so good. I'm so excited to talk about uh, today's topic. Um, I've been listening to uh, Sadhguru a lot. Um, just recently came across him. Somebody had shared a video with me. I'm very surprised that I haven't discovered him in my journey on, you know, mindset and growth uh, over the last year, but somebody shared a video with him and now I can't stop. He has taught me so much in the last couple of weeks that I've been learning from him. And today I was listening to him with Matthew McConaughey. So uh, said guru has written a book. It's coming out. And Matthew was asking questions about him, about like karma and like, being selfish and what that looks like being a human being and his perspective of of human life is just incredible so if you haven't checked him out make sure you check him out uh here on youtube he has tons of information and his breath work and his his uh guided meditations are amazing i've i've yeah i've seen him a few times i think you shared a video with me and it was so good I yeah, love how yeah. he taught. I love how he, like his presence. It's so good. It's, he's just, he's like, he's a, a force. Like he's just naturally kind. And he, he's, he's knows what it's like to be living the human experience. And I know it's, it's going to go over a lot of people's head of what the human experience is, but trust me, the more you dig into this, um, this work, you will, you will soon realize that you are a speck of dust in this cosmic atmosphere that we live in. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So when it is crazy and, uh, Lord, see Lauren's even agreeing with us, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, she's brand new to this human experience. And so when we think of it that way, we get so caught up in our everyday life. Like, we're trying to follow these rules of, of living, like who created these rules to begin with. Right. But here we are, we're trying to follow these rules. So we're trying to pay bills and work and just get through. Most of us are just trying to get through life, get through to the end so we could die comfortably. So basically we were just born to work, lose weight, pay bills and die. That's how some people live, yeah. What a shitty way to live. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I mean, until I got into changing my life, that's that was as wide as my mindset was. Yep, mine too. So uh, I want to talk today about how we get caught up in short-term goals. So every time I think of a short-term goal, I think of, like, Christmas, right? Like, how excited do you get coming up to Christmas, like the whole month of December, right? Right after Halloween, after Thanksgiving, we get really wrapped up in, in Christmas. 
it gets exciting. The kids get excited. They, they tend to be on their best behavior for the month so that they, they can get everything on their wish list. You know, mom and dad are excited because they're going to be able to see the, the look on their kid's face and Christmas comes, Christmas day goes, and then you're back to where you were. You're back to the same thoughts, the same feelings, the same routine over and over again until next Christmas. You're just a little bit broker. I was going to say, usually it's kind of like that high for the day, not even really the day until the gifts are open and, and then it's just like, whatever, it's over. And then the next day you're thinking about all the shit on your credit card that you have to pay off. Yeah, because they they don't skip Christmas. You don't get a loo day for Christmas uh, on your Visa card, right? Yeah. So when we think of, we tend to set short-term goals. So like, we're like, when we get to a million dollars. So then what happens when you get to that million dollars and you hit that million dollars mark? You're thinking of the next million, the 10 million, the billion mark. So when when does the happiness kick in? Like, when do you get that feeling of accomplishment? Because how much savings do you need? This is what I get all the time, all the time. I need to have a savings before I can move on to my life. I need to have a savings in order to do the things that I want to do. Well, well, what does the savings look like to you? How much savings do you need to have in your account in order for you to feel fulfilled and live the life you truly desire? Put a number on it because to a homeless person, $10 is a million dollar savings, right? Mm -hmm. To a millionaire, it's a billion dollars in savings. So what does your savings account have to be at so that you can feel fulfilled, so that you can feel like you have purpose and that you can move forward in your life? Yeah. And the thing is too, that I, like where my mindset has shifted from the savings is that I was... I was raised with the mindset of save all the money that you can for a rainy day. And, well, it and rains like I, every week. Yeah, it does. Which, but where, then, what rainy day is it? Exactly. But then also when you have the mentality and the mindset that you're waiting for that rainy day, it's more likely to happen than if you'd never think there's going to be a rainy day. Exactly. Right. So and that's true. where I am now. Like, if I want something, I do it. And if I can't yes. physically do it because I don't physically have the money yet, I still make the decision that I'm going to do it. And it just happens. So what about this, Kaylee? Let's say when we die, we get the movie of our past, right? So we get to heaven, universe, source, the matrix, wherever you believe that we end up after this, they do a reel of your life to see where you ended up, right? So then they can determine where your next step is. Do you have to come back and live out these lessons again, this, these lessons again, or do you get to move forward onto the next, you know, lifetime? So let's say you spend all of this time saving for a rainy day and you have all this money in your bank and you say, when I hit this amount of number, I'm going to do this. But then what if you die and you don't get a chance to do that? And then you're up there looking at this reel and say, damn, I wish I just did that. Why did I wait? And you know what, too? Um, that happens all the time where you have the plans for a big one is retirement. Some yeah. people don't make it to there. And then there's people that are sitting on their deathbed thinking, 
I wish I did this. I wish I did this. But now they just don't have the time to do it because they're dying. Right. And it's funny we're talking about this because yesterday. So this is my grandma right here. I look at her every day. She passed away in January. She was 97. Um, but my so this is my great grandma. So my mom's mom's mom. So yesterday, my grandma, which is my mom's mom, came over and she said, I just paid grandma's last bill. She passed in January. Another thing we think of is like an, another thing, like we were talking about a few weeks ago, Sarah, you were looking around your kitchen and you were thinking, you know, if I die tomorrow, all this shit's still here. Yeah. So why am I so worried about it? You know, my grandma was set yesterday. I just paid grandma's last thing to do with her estate. Yeah. Like, like the, the bills still go. It still happens. Yeah. Even when you're not here. <laughs> you die and they're going to tax your dead body. Yeah. So right? I mean, yeah. Then what? So let me ask you something. What if you could leave a legacy for your kids so they never have to worry about if there's going to be enough money in your savings account that you've been saving for to pay for your funeral, to pay for your bills that still need to be paid when you die. Like that, you think you have an astronomical credit card bill that doesn't go away when you die unless you have insurance on it, right? Mm -hmm. and, mo and one of the things that we pay most in life is insurance. There's an insurance policy for everything and we pay so much insurance because we are afraid of the unknown. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We were just talking about that yesterday too, that the amount of money you pay out in insurance just to, if something happens in your lifetime, some people go through their whole life paying insurance and nothing ever happens. So all that money goes to gone. Where? So why not? Why? So this is what my mother-in-law told me. I don't have children, right? Don't plan on having children. When I pass, all my stuff would go to my husband, vice versa. That's it. So, and I do have a will. I highly do recommend a will, um, especially if you have kids or you have, or, or siblings or anything, it just makes the, you know, the transaction of your things easier. Um, I've noticed a lot of, of, of family hurt when it comes to divvying up assets and stuff. My grandmother did it. She did a living will. So while she was alive, she put uh, notes on everything she wanted to leave to her kids. And I got my grandfather's wedding ring. She gave it to me while she was still alive. So uh, that was amazing. And I was able to pass that on to my husband. But um, my mother-in-law said to me, because I was looking for life insurance because I wanted to protect Donnie if something happened to me. And because of my weight and because of my age and because of my past history of, of drugs and drinking and abusing my body, the rates were astronomical. So she says, you don't need life insurance. She said, just put that amount that you were going to pay for the premium into a savings account. And then it just adds up and then you get interest on that. And then if, because I'm still young and I, and I'm, I am healthy, like at the end, you'll have a nice savings account. So that's what we did. That's awesome. Yeah. Start, uh, start a savings account for your kids, like a trust fund for your kids. And instead of paying the premium on your insurance, put it in a trust fund. Yeah. That's what we do with both the kids. Yeah. It's awesome. But let's get back to goals. So 
how much how much be honest how much savings do you need to have in order to do that thing that you say you want to do so bad because i hear this every day right what happens what happens when you climb the top of that mountain you fulfilled that goal then what what's next right? We are goal-seeking beings. As a being on this earth, we got fucking lazy, okay? We be, we were independent peoples. Now we've become dependent peoples. Back in the day, in the caveman day, we got up at sunrise. We hunted for our food. We hunted for shelter. We looked for water. We learned how to gain fire. That survival instinct has come with us all through history, even our ancestors, my my grandparents farmed, they farmed the land, they slaughtered their own animals, they baked their own bread, their food came from their property. But somewhere in between the 1900s and 2021, we became so fucking lazy and dependent on other people to save us. You can walk into a store that you didn't even build the building and purchase food from countries you've never even been in. Okay. And here we are complaining that the government doesn't give us enough. We don't want to be dependent on the government. Look what they're doing. They're fucking us over. You need to stand up for you. It's not your external environment. It's you. You create your wealth. You create your future. You create everything. It's not outside of you. That's the, I think that's the biggest tipping point or the shifting point in your life is when you get your head out of your own ass and you realize that you're the one creating your life. You're the one stopping the things that you want to do and you're the one hindering your success because when you realize that which it sounds obvious when you talk about it but to actually put it into action and think i'm not getting the things i want because i'm not doing the things i need to do and literally cut out of, yeah you are getting the things you want because you're thinking about those things that you're not getting so that's what you're getting <laughs> yeah absolutely sarah you're so right that's the thing, right? Is people think all the time the the can't why well, they can't, what they don't have. But when you focus on the things you want, it happens. Yep. Have you ever had a have you ever woke up and stubbed your toe and from then on your day was just shit? You yeah. spill your coffee on your white shirt. You get stuck in traffic. Your boss yells at you. Your kid tells you that they hate you for the first time. You know, your husband's not helping around the house. Your wife doesn't clean up after themselves. Like, it's just one thing after another. This, I did an experiment. And it's so true. One morning, Donnie stubbed his toe when he was going to work. So this is when he was working in corporate. He stubbed his toe before he went to work. And I'm like, and he got pissed. He was so mad because he just woke up. And I said, you got to change your mindset. Yeah, mindset. You got to change your <laughs> mindset. I said, or else I said, change your mindset right now. He didn't. And then one thing chain reacted after the other. And at the end of the day, we reflected. And I said, like, where do you think it, like it went wrong? And he's like, when I stubbed my toe 
And that was the thought that happened and things. And then he spilled coffee everywhere. Like it wasn't even just a cup of coffee, like spilled coffee everywhere. And then things just kept going to misplaced his wallet, like forgot his keys. I had to go drive keys out to him like an hour away. So things just kept going. And then he realized now he has the ability to change the thought to what he wants. And you know what? That your thought can carry throughout your day if it starts negative. But what's even more crazy is that your thought like that can carry out through your entire life if you don't change it. Yep. Not just a day. Turns into a week into a month and then you're sitting there like, what the fuck's wrong with me? My life's shit. And you're still thinking about that. Yep. And that's what's always going to happen until you realize that you have to change that and nobody else can do it for you. Yep. So true. So I've been reading the, um, the uh, breaking the habit of being yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And if you're into mindset, but you're not into like the woo woo of it, it's not woo woo. It's physics. Like every quantum Every item we have is like energy. It's a wave. It's a particle. It's an atom. Okay. Uh, dive into this book. You'll, you'll absolutely love it. Um, and he says that we can have anything we want. The quantum field contains a reality. So if you watch the matrix, there's a different reality. It's a reality in your subconscious mind. Okay. That's where it is. It's your subconscious mind. It's not anywhere in outer space. So people are like, oh, in the fourth dimension, it's not outer space. It's your subconscious mind. It's your mindset. So in that quantum field contains a reality in which you are healthy, wealthy, and happy because it possesses all of the qualities and capabilities that you hold in your thoughts. Mind blown. And just listening to that, you can see it. Like that makes sense. Yeah. So if you, if you're just starting into mindset work and like you just said, Sarah, people think it's crazy. It's out of this world. It's like woo woo shit. Listen to that again, that Sarah just said, because it makes sense. I'll say it again. This means that the quantum field contains a reality in which you are healthy, wealthy, and happy and possesses all the qualities and capabilities of the ideal self that you hold in your thoughts. So this means that with willful attention, sincere application of new knowledge, turn off the fucking news, okay? It's just a bunch of bullshit. And repeated daily efforts, repeated daily efforts. Do I need to say it again? Write that down. Repeated daily efforts. You can use your mind as the observer to collapse the quantum particles and organize a vast number of subatomic waves of probability into a desired physical event called an experience. That is the manifestation. People are like, how do you manifest? Rewind this right now. Pause this. Go back. Write that down. That is how you manifest. So good. And people think manifestation, like that's a big buzzword right now. But manifestation is basically, in short term, your thoughts. Yeah. 
because whatever you think manifests into the physical reality and the physical form, right? So whatever you want, and we say this all the time, whatever you want, you can have. Just think about it. And it right? starts in your imagination. Mm-hmm. But how can you use your imagination when you have 2 billion pieces of information flying at you every single day from different sources, from online, from the news, from your mother-in-law, from your brother, from your sister, from your spouse, from your work, from your iPhone, from TikTok? How can you use your imagination to get what you want if your thoughts are all over the place? Um, the biggest thing is, I think, is you just need to get real with yourself. Like what's what in your day that you're listening to is actually serving you. Exactly. Like, what in your day, like hours on social media of the scroll, TikTok, the news, like, is that really moving you towards what it is you want? But the coolest thing is, is I was talking with one of my clients the other day and I was, I was talking to her and I said, Everything we want's already here, right? It is. Everything we want's already here. So if you're using your imagination, go back to when you were a kid and you had pots and pans and you were playing the drums. I said, if you use your imagination on what it is you want, for example, I want a farm with animals where I can do that all day. Um, I'm a photographer as well, so I want to be able to hold events on my farm. I want to people be able to come there to have photo shoots, even weddings. I love graphic design, um, event planning, so I could do that on my farm. That's obviously not happening because that's a want and a goal. But you, in your imagination, thinking about your want and your goal, you basically, like, I don't even know how to describe it, but you basically leave your body and your mind for a second and you're just thinking about that as if you're watching it happen, right? So, I'll tell you exactly how it happens. So there, ever, there's everything and no thing, right? You are, you are no place, nowhere, no one, no thing, right? Until it is observed. Until you observe it right? Like you don't know, your kids don't know what they want until they observe it, until they see the ad, right? They see the ad on TV and they're like, oh, they get, they start using their imagination and they start playing with it in their mind saying, if I had this toy, it would be so awesome because then I can bring my GI Joe and my Barbie and they can collaborate and we can have this amazing war together. And then the GI Joe will save Barbie and live happily ever after, right? They create this fantasy in their mind of them having the toy. It's not, it's not the actual toy that they want. It's what they can do with it as having it. Yeah. So they, they've now created the experience and then they add it to their Christmas list and mommy and daddy buy it. And mm -hmm. now it becomes their manifestation. And the, and the coolest thing is, is when you're using your imagination, you're basically playing a future movie. Because you can see it in your mind of what it would be like, feel like, look like to have it. You get excited about it. You think about it. And then you move towards it. Like last year, 
I was thinking about what I'm doing now. Yeah. That's how it works. So what I'm doing now, last year, this time was just a thought in my mind. I could see what I was doing. I was home with the kids. I was building my dream home. I was starting my own business. That those were my thoughts. But here's the thing. If you don't start thinking about them and you don't put them as a thought and use your imagination, you'll never fucking get them. Exactly. But we need to go we need to go one step deeper than that. The if the thought stays in your head, that's all it becomes. It just stays as a thought and it'll it'll resurface here and there. Yeah. But if you take the time to put a pen to paper every single day and you write it out every single day and you do your a vision board and you have it, I am investing in the stocks of post-its because I have post-its all over my house of what it is that I want, how I want to show up, how do I want to perceive myself today? Who can I help today? What is my future going to look like? What can I do today to ensure my tomorrow? So having those all over the place helps me move forward every single day. It's getting it out of here because our minds are loaded with thoughts. What to, what are we going to have for dinner? When does the laundry get done? Who's picking up the kids? Do they have homework? Is it soccer or gymnastics today? Uh, when do I have time to work out? When's the last time the kids had a shower, right? Like what, what needs to be done for work tomorrow? All of these thoughts are for your, your future and they get jumbled up in your head. So in order to make sense of them and and keep them organized, put them on paper. Mm-hmm. It's so therapeutic. And a big thing too is, yes, imagine your goals and your dreams and think about them. Put them on paper, but then you have to take the action too. You can't just always think about it. And a really good thing to do in taking action is, you know, looking at what it is you want And then analyzing your day that you currently have and thinking, what are the unwanted results I'm getting? Because I need to change what I'm doing to get the result that I need. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of, it's, it's work. It is, it's work. But, but life is work, right? You're, You're going to work anyways, because you're, you're living somebody else's dream. You are making somebody else's dream come true because that person had their goals written down. So hence the reason why they have this business that you show up to every day and they, they give you mundane work and they give you a little bit of money for your time. Right. And you do the same thing because they had a goal. They had a dream. McDonald's was once a thought, right? It was once a thought. And now it is, you know, people are like, oh, it's a fast food restaurant. It's not. They own billions of dollars in real estate. It's a real estate company that serves food. Mm-hmm. But it was once just a thought. Every store you go into was once a thought. Somebody thought about it. And because they had their goal written down and they created a business plan, which is writing it out, you are now working for them to achieve their goal. That's it. It's not rocket science. Ask every single successful person on the planet what their routine is, and they will tell you gratitude, exercise, and writing down their goals. Journaling. Journaling every single day. Those are the top three. Yeah, and Peter Sage says, um, if you don't write down your goals, you'll work for somebody who does. Yep, so true. That's how it is, right? Um, So yeah, write down your goals. Use your imagination. Have fun with your life. Like, stop being so damn serious about 
thinking about the future, but not doing it and thinking about all the lack in your life. Because when you get to what it is you want, just like the title here, then what? Then what? Then the goal changes and you evolve and then you go after more. Like it's never you just get there and that's it and you stay there. You can't. We're goal seeking beings. It's always evolving. Yeah. You don't, you don't, uh, you don't stop your child at crawling, right? Okay. You crawled. That's it. You have nowhere else to go in life. You're just going to crawl through life. No, you teach them how to walk. And then after they walk, they learn how to run. Then they learn how to ride a bike. Then they learn how to drive a car, right? Like they're, look at your life through the eyes of a baby. The baby is always evolving. But what happens is, is that baby is going to get stuck because you didn't grow any further. Because you didn't know how to grow any further. So then in turn, it doesn't matter how much education you pour down their throat, they're going to get stuck because they don't know how to set a goal and go after it. They don't know what it's like to have courage to go after their dreams and their wants. If you want your kids to have better than you, you need to be better. Period. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mic drop. I love this topic. It's so true. Um, rewind it, listen to it a few times because it makes share it sense. Yeah, share yeah. it, hit subscribe. That subscribe. <laughs> yeah, hit that little bell. You'll hear us uh, come on live, so you guys can check us out. Yeah. And if you guys want um, a free time management guide, what we use, head over to our Mindset Theory Facebook group under Guide Three. You'll see a um, free time management guide that Kaylee and I put together. We use this, we follow this really helps you to set your goals for the day so that, that you do have time to work on your big vision. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Kaylee, we'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. You too. See you later, Sarah. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. Join us for our next episode with more exciting and mind-blowing information you won't want to miss. You can also visit our Facebook group, Mindset Theory, for more valuable information in mindset and strategy. 